What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And we got a good one for you today. We're going to be doing part one of a two-parter on Gideon Falls, and I can't wait to dive into that. But before we do, uh, how you doing, buddy? Dude, doing great, man. How are you? How was your week? Dude, I had a miserable week, bro, but I'm good. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had a work trip. I had to fly up to Seattle and like, you know, there's some things you don't really want to broadcast to the world on a podcast, but I'll just be open and honest with you, bro. I think I just have a straight phobia of flying. Like, I, think I can't you, do it. I, I think you have a fear of flying, like, which is fine. I mean, it's weak sauce and believe me, I get it. I don't want to be that way. It just, that is what's happening. And, uh, you know, it's it like is, a two, it was a two hour and 10 minute flight and it's like a two hour and 10 minute panic attack for me. And it, I mean, if you really, really think about it, I mean, you're stuffing hundreds of people in a tin can. Doesn't make sense, bro. You're just not throwing what above the earth, like no big deal, and uh, just ripping through this guy, dude. And so uh, our plane was like moved around like five times, delayed, uh, yada yada, and finally it lands, dude. And I'm watching everybody get out, but the first one out is the pilot. And he runs out and he starts oh, looking dipping. and he starts looking under the plane, like where the wheels come out. He goes over to the engine and starts like moving it with his hand. I about looked at the uh, my coworker who I was f- sharing the flight with and was just saying, no, nah, can't do it. No, nope, you're going to have to go on your own. I don't know what <laughs> he's looking at, but it's not good. You know, and when the that, pilot's getting out and checking the plane, something's right. Up. That's what I'm saying. A little bit of final destination and you're... And it was a tiny... <laughs> dude, I know. And it was a tiny <laughs> plane. And, uh, you know, everyone tries to give you that, like, the logistics of it all or the, like, the how safe it is and the numbers and the stats and all that. And it doesn't mean anything to me because no. you could be on the wrong plane. And seriously, like, you know when somebody hits a button to, like, get service... Yeah, it dings in the whole plane, and it freaks me out like something's wrong with the plane every time. And I have like these noise canceling headphones on, and I have to like look, and I because I I try not to hear it, but yeah, it yeah. still comes through. But I'm like looking around at everybody to make sure no one else is freaking out, and I'm like, okay, everyone's calm, like everything's fine. And that's just like two hours, dude. I was looking at my heart rate; it doesn't dip below 120. The whole entire flight, dude. I'm dude, just, you got to take one of those. Uh, what are those like drowsy? Xanax. No, <laughs> you don't want to pass out on the whole plane. You still want to be able to <laughs> to move around. Uh, like what are those like Dramamine or whatever they are? Oh, yeah. Maybe I, take a, a shot of, of whiskey. Something. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my coworkers do uh, the Dramamine. Or is that for a stomach? I don't know. But that's it, more for like motion sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then on the way home, I had a seat. That was like directly in line with the wings. And so I'm just feeling like I'm rocking side to side the whole freaking time. And like, <laughs> dude, even today, it's been, I think this, I, I get, came back last night, but even today, dude, I still feel like sea legs and sea head, like a little dizzy. Yeah, dude, I'm out, is dude. weird. And the, the like you mentioned, the people that say, you know, try to like justify how safe it is. And they're like, oh, it's a lot safer than traveling in a vehicle. And you're just like thinking in your head. There's like 10 times as many vehicles as there is like planes flying around. So you can't, that's like comparing apples and oranges. That doesn't make sense. That's exactly what I say every time. I'm like, you can't compare it. No. And like, there's something about the idea, like if something goes wrong, like the littlest thing goes wrong in a plane, like you're up 35,000 feet. You have 35,000 feet down to think about your death. Like in a car, 
Like that happens split second. Like I don't have to sit there like a bu- around a bunch of people freaking out. Like yeah. it just seems like a nightmare. I'd have to like try to hop on Wi-Fi really fast to text my wife and kids like I love you. The plane's <laughs> going down. <laughs> like it just wigs me out, dude. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, and then on the way home there was a rattle, dude. A rattle the whole time, and I'm like, dude, it was probably this is not loose good. screws that pilot was trying to fix. <laughs> Look at me trying to get y'all nervous. <laughs> so I just, I can't do it anymore, man. I'm out. I have to tell him, I'm like, I just can't fly. Like, I know it sounds such like a, such a, you know, like I'm a baby, but dude, I just can't, man. It's too much well, for me. I did get uh, some cool reading, but oh, you want to know one of the things I wanted to tell you that I like about traveling though, outside yeah. of like the getting there. What I think is really neat, so I was in Seattle, and I think you might get this because you're not. I live in California, dude. There's, what, eight sports teams per block out here, it feels like, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, when you go up, dude, everybody, like literally everybody, every store is just decked out in Seattle Seahawks gear. Well, dude, Seahawks and I was I was expecting you to say Mariners because they made the playoffs. For the, yeah, and, there was know, a lot so of I'm Mariners, sure they were but... throwing, yeah. But it's just cool to see a whole town, all the businesses, like, just all in on a team. Yeah, I just don't it, get that out here. Like, if yeah. anything, it's always the team I don't like. Yeah, like yeah. Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> so glad they lost. Dude, playoffs has been wild this year. I mean, we can talk sports just a tad bit. But, um, yeah, and you know me, I, I love baseball. But, dude, teams that I did not expect to move forward have um, just got it together at the right time, man. And um, super fun to watch, dude. Yeah, that's what playoffs is all about to, for me, dude, is seeing those dudes that you're like, no way. Like, like now all of a sudden, like when it's a sport I'm just kind of into on the sidelines, I can get really bandwagony. And so I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a hardcore you, Padres fan. Oh, I was about to say, are you going to be a Guardians fan or what? Because, dude, <laughs> no. I didn't expect them to win one game against the Yankees. I know. But, yeah, man, it's been cool. And basketball season starts up on Tuesday. Got to watch all the preseasons of that. And that was pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. How's your thing going? <laughs> I haven't done nearly as good, so we'll see. Uh, I've been doing really bad in daily football, too. So I'm sure it'll probably change drastically once, like, the season actually starts and all the starters are, like, playing full minutes. And Yep. The one game I I did a draft, like, three days ago, I think four out of four of my dudes didn't even play because it was, like, (laughs) preseason. But you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Well, right That's on, dude. Good. Yeah, we got a ton of rain here this week. Super nice. It cooled the weather off to like prime time weather out. So it was real, real good. But, um, dude, also gave me a chance thing. to read too because it was rainy days. I had nothing else to do. Yeah. But really quick, before we get into books, let's do the weather layer here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I go up to Seattle and it's like I'm petrified out of my mind to fly, but I'm like, I really like Seattle. I love it up there. I love the weather, blah, blah, blah. I get up there, dude, and it's hot as can be. And there's apparently dude, like a wildfire. A big fire. And up so there, it's yeah. smoky everywhere. And nothing's like none of the trees that were changing colors. Like, and then while I'm up there, there's a huge thunderstorm with like hail here at my house, dude. Mm-hmm. I missed it, man. Yeah, we had some gnarly weather blowing here, dude. It rained probably the hardest I've ever seen rain here for like the longest period of time. Like I've seen it rain yeah. super hard, but like just short spurts. And it like rained almost all day Saturday, like gnarly That's amounts. So cool. 
which is cool. Yeah. But then I go to work and my uh, building that I work in literally floods every single oh, time. Gosh. Dude, I was sweeping water out for hours this morning. Oh, man. But the weather was nice, another- so I, it's not like I was sweating bullets. Was it humid, though? Uh, not too bad. Just a little, but not not as bad as it has as it has been. Yeah, that's good. And uh, one of my one of my coworkers has season tickets for the Phoenix Suns, and so yeah. he invited me out to a game. So we'll have to hang out if I ever get to go out there for a for a b ball game. Do yeah, one of our buildings that we have, um, uh, I think, is close to right behind the Sun Stadium. And um, oh, really? Yeah, you can like see the back of the stadium. It's pretty cool. That's cool. But uh, yeah, man. So. I'm excited to be getting into some spooky books this month with you, dude. Dude, I know. I started uh, finally. I, I know I'm probably going to get a little grief on this, but because um, I'm a little uh, little slow to the gate here. But I started uh, something that's killing the children. Dude, I pushed through two volumes, man. I loved it. You're a champion. Yeah, that's all I was reading because I was like, I was, dude. So yeah, good. It's like I love me it. in Harrow County. I was like, I don't know, man. That's all I want to read. Yeah. But uh, it's been a while since I read uh, Something's Killing Children. So like, what's kind of going on in the second volume? I can't remember. Yeah. So volume one, you know, kind of sets the stage. Um, she's in some some small town where all these kids are dying, obviously. And um, she gets there and... Um, <laughs> what? Obvi- obviously, all these kids are dying. I mean, read the title. <laughs> read the title. Listen, um, but no, and kind of just establishes her character and um, a little bit of background on her. And like at first, you're like, dude, she has this weird doll. You know, you don't know how oh, she yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. And so I was super intrigued on that. Kind of like trying to figure out what that was. And then you finally start getting like little bits and pieces of of the house of slaughter and where she came from, and. Um, I thought Erica was a really cool character. Yeah, her character is really cool. And I, I like how so far she's a, like like more of a caring character than mm-hmm. the others that are coming out of the house of slaughter. Like she actually um, cares for like all these people, or at least it seems like that so far. Um, but anyway, she ends up finding this uh, monster that's terrorizing this town and come to find out that monster had like a bunch of babies. And so it was way worse. That's how the uh, volume one ends. She like kills the mom. And then all of a sudden she finds out there's like five babies that um, are, it's super dangerous. So then volume two is her trying to um, figure out a plan to get these five babies killed. And then another person shows up from house of slaughter. I can't remember his name, but he's like there to like cover it up, but try to help at the same time. And um, just dude, really rad. All the characters are cool. Um, Pretty pretty cool story, man. I've been digging it so far, so I'll probably jump into Volume Three this week and just keep pushing through because I think Volume Five just came out this uh, last week. Okay, I did. I I've been saving up for those hardcovers. I was keeping up in singles, but now um, I kind of let it slide so that I I would just keep picking up the hardcovers. Yeah, when I first like um, was like. Thinking of getting into the story, I think they were like in the mid to late teens. And um, dude, it's hard to find. I mean, this is it's not that old either. What I think it maybe started like a year ago or something. I can't remember. Maybe a little longer. But maybe it's a hard. little longer, like a year or two. It's hard to find the 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 first volume in singles, man. Like super hard. Yeah. Um, 
So in the second volume, does it get a little bit bigger in scope? Like you find out more about the House of Slaughter and stuff like that? You get a little bit of her backstory Mm. um, and a tiny bit more of House of Slaughter, but not much. So it's still just zoomed in on what they're going through right now. Okay. And so those are my two favorites, man. That first volume is so good. Yeah, it's been I liked it a lot. Both volume one and two. I think they're both on par. They're both really, really good. So and volume two, is that the one where she goes to that like barn where there's that dude or is that the flashback where it shows her like how she was uh, initiated in and she had to go to this barn and like fight one of the monsters on her own? Uh uh-uh. so see i haven't that maybe that's volume oh, three that's I'm not a good sure. one too man it's a really rad story all around yeah so pretty cool interesting to see how they're gonna keep it going like you said so i would love some more backstory and um yeah hopefully uh, I, I started thinking i was like how couldn't they keep this going without it getting like hey i'm just going to this town killing another mom you know like i could see it getting kind of super repetitive um right. So I'll be interested to see how they how they do it, but it'd be cool to get it like a volume of like all her like backstory and all that. So yeah, all right, on man. But yeah, that's glad you're enjoying all, it. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been reading was that, and um, yeah, I've been liking it so far. So what about you, dude? I got into it quite a bit, man. Uh, I got to catch up on that Texas Blood, dude. Oh, what are let they, me 18 th- now, I think. Eight, uh, something like 18, that. 18 or 19 is coming out. But let me tell you a little, a quick little story. So, my wife's been watching that Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix oh, show. No. How's and then she's out, wa- are you? And then she's watching The Patient with uh, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's always into these. I don't know why. And uh, I'm so burnt out on serial killers. It's making me not like be super excited to pick up that Texas blood, but it's still really good, dude. But I'm like, man, it's serial killers everywhere in my life. Like, I just need a break. How nervous does that make you? Because those shows can get creepy. I mean, the I've only saw bits and pieces of the Dahmer one, and it was just kind of gross to me. It was just like I didn't even really want to watch it. It was just too much. Hmm. Uh, the patient's pretty interesting, but... Yeah, with kids and stuff, I don't like to think about that sort of stuff too much. I'd rather think about monsters rolling around a town, killing the children. (laughs) (laughs) Way better. Talking about crazy flights and your your pilot chicken wings. Um, But Uh, I like Steve Carell. It'll be weird to see him in a more serious role. He does great, dude. Um, I got to uh, keep reading Harrow County, man. Dude, you got to hop into that, man. I think you're going to love it. So good. And then I read uh, Scott Snyder's. I started Scott Snyder's Batman run. So I got through, I think, about six or seven issues of that. Bro. Loving it. I'm like a late in life Batman convert apologist. Like, I'm going to go to bat for Batman, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you love Batman. Dude, I haven't read one single bad Batman thing yet. Like, maybe I've just gotten lucky on my choices. But like, I don't know, dude. I love it. Good. Uh, I got to catch up a little bit on Batman the Night, dude. So good. I can't wait till uh, you get to where I'm at because I think issue 10 comes out next week. Next so. week. Yeah. Or, yeah. Is that the final one? Is 10 the last one? I, I think, think it so. is. Oh. Yep. Yep. Dude, Snyder's Batman run, though, dude, it's like the Court of Owls and the way he kind of plays off the like, like the owls and the bats and how owls like literally eat bats, bro, and like where they make their nests. Dude, <laughs> I mean, it's just. It's so clever, man. Like 
I was just like pumped with how clever it was. And uh, I don't want to ruin anything because I think you'd love it. Dude, yeah, that's one I haven't read yet. It's on my list. And um, I know a lot of people, like with the new um, Batman coming out with uh, Pattinson, a lot of people are hoping it um, it's the quarter owls because it'll line up in like time period wise. And so a lot of people are hoping that's like, you know, the the villain. And instead of like, you know, having like the Joker or somebody like that, they're hoping it's uh, yeah the quarter owls. That'd I think be that'd cool. be so red. Let me just tell you, can I just tell you one part that I loved? Yeah, yeah. Let me hear it. So owls don't make their own nests. They like take over other nests, you know, or and stuff like that. And so and he's trying to figure out where the court of owls is. And he's talking to, and he finally realizes like owls don't make their own nests. Bro, they're, they're are literally they, are living they hanging in, in his the back mansion, bro. Are they? Yeah. So what you find out is that his dad was a little, little superstitious. And whenever the Waynes made any building, that 13th floor was always gone, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any sort of hotel. But they don't skip it. They just make like a little, a little, because then it would just be like, you know, the 14th is the 13th. So there's literally this little space, but there's no rooms or anything there. It's just a space. And then it goes to the next level, you know. So technically there's a 13th, but no one ever has to be on it. And do it in every single Wayne built building. That's where the court of owls are all living in that thirteenth level floor. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was so that's rad. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. And how like owls hunt bats and dude, so I I, I kind of just want to stop chatting and go read it right now, dude. I freaking <laughs> love it. Uh, mm. So good, man. But I don't know what it is, dude, about Batman, dude. Like I, isn't it so funny? You asked me a year ago. And I would have just been straight with you. Like, I don't really care for DC. I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. And now I'm like, man, Batman's, he's it, dude. Yeah, but I don't know. There's just some like, Is it getting I don't know older? if it's like, maybe we're old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just, there's like some, I don't know, man. It's just super intriguing. And like, I love the detective stuff. I love like, yeah. I don't know, man. That's kind of how I felt about this, though. It's like it was weaving this narrative where all these little pieces fit together, and it just was so rad. And uh, to see that in a movie, I would lose my mind. Like I think that'd be so cool, dude. And Batman's villains are just rad. Like, yeah, Joker is such a crazy villain. Like two clay face. <laughs> I was gonna say it, dude. <laughs> 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 I love that I can just say Clayface and I get a good laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Oh man. What was Old the one Clayface. that you just recommended to me where there was two Harley Quinns? Um White Knight. Oh yeah. White Knight? Yeah. There's White Knight and then there's Curse of the White Knight. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not Batman the Knight. White Knight. And I love yeah. that. But I remember in that one, Clayface was was wild. <laughs> oh, man, I still have oh, a lot to learn dude. about the Batman universe too. Like. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, dude, every universe, man, like it's it's crazy. But <laughs> even our own, I still have a lot to learn. Even, even about our, even about the universe we're in right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> you can, <laughs> I'm hooting like an owl over here. Dude, let's keep going because, man, I am cracking up. 
but dude, Batman, dude. Legit. Be, dude, yeah, I love Batman. Good. I'm glad you like it. Uh, what else, man? Oh, I got to finish She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. So um, what do you think? Because I still haven't. I'm like three episodes left, I think. And I, Bro. I haven't been like super stoked to watch him either. Which is, I'm If just, you watch, I think you have three, right? So you have three. Yeah. The So the first two that you need to watch, I, I don't know if there's eight. So six and seven, I thought were pretty cool. Eight was terrible. Yeah. I don't know what they did, dude. It got so weird. So hmm. weird. I did not care for it. Uh, isn't there got another too weird, bro? Isn't got there like another too- Hulk that gets introduced in one of them? Isn't his name like Scar or something like that? It's Hulk's it son. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And they did a terrible job with him. He looked terrible and he was there for like a second. I don't know what they did with his hair. It just looked gnarly bad. Uh, just go Google it. Like, did look you up- see? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of go- hair, speaking of hair in basketball. Because you're just talking about basketball, right? Did you see Gordon uh, Hayward's haircut? Who's Gordon Hayward? <laughs> I think it's Gordon Hayward. I don't even he know plays what my for phone the, is. Um, I'm look it up right now. Dude, he had he used to play for the uh, Utah Jazz. And he got traded around a little bit. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. And now he's on uh, um, the Charlotte Bobcats. He was doing like a news interview and he had the worst haircut. And there's so many memes rolling around of his haircut, dude. It's hilarious. Like literally all over the internet. So you should look it up when you get a chance. You don't have to do it right now, but. No, I got to do it now. (laughs) Just look up Gordon Hayward. uh, New haircut. It's it's. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. He must have got a. I don't know where he did that. If it was, and, and you got to think about it. It's not like he's a rookie. Was, like, you know, like sometimes. Pranked. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's bad. Oh. Anyways, anyway. let's get back on track. <laughs> There's no track. This is a layer episode. This is a bo dub episode. <laughs> yeah, layer, comic book layer. I just meant we never we never oh. have a track. That's very true. We're winging it, shooting from the hip. Yeah, man. Well, good, dude. I'm glad you got a lot of reading in, and even though you had a hectic week. Yeah, dude. It was it was cool. I was uh, most most stoked about Harrow County and Batman, but then again, that's all I read. Well, I'm glad you're stoked on those two. Let's get into the book of the week, bro. Take us there. All right, uh, part one here. We're gonna get into Gideon Falls, uh, the Legend of the Black Barn, and it's from Image. Um, by Jeff Lemire. And um, let me see if I can get this name right. Andrea Sorrentino. There it is. Dave Stewart did the colors. Steve Wands and the lettering and design. And um, you want to you want to kind of give an overview or do you want me to try to give an overview here? I think you're you're already, uh, you know, you've got the head of steam. You go for it, brother. <laughs> I'm nervous. I don't know how you give an overview of what the ha- the first eight issues here. It's pretty wild. Yeah, so we're splitting this up into two shows just because there's 16 issues in uh, this. Um, the first deluxe edition. First, yeah, first deluxe edition that we're going over. And, um, man, just a wild story. So you got this guy named Norton, and um, you think he has some um, some mental issues, I guess you could say, like maybe some schizophrenia or um, what's some of those other uh 
He's going through something. I mean, he's picking out pieces of wood from trash like it's gold. Yeah, so it opens up with him, and um, you think, you know, he's just this weird guy. He's seen a psychiatrist, and uh, you kind of don't know what he's doing. And um, you find out he's trying to um, gather pieces throughout the city of this uh, of this black barn. And um, But at the time, do we even, we don't know it's the, for the black barn right away. That's no, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but. Oh, sorry, um, you're giving an overview. I'll, I'll be quiet. You go ahead. Hey, thanks for I think I out. forgot how overviews are supposed to work, I guess. No, but then you um you, you flash back and forth between Norton and um this priest. He is um a, a new priest in town and his name is uh Father What is his name? It's not Tom. Tom's a priest. He's a... I'm doing a terrible overview. His name is Father. Uh his name is <laughs> <laughs> is it Wilfred? Yeah, Wilfred. <laughs> Wilfred Quinn? Father Will? Yeah, you get Father Will. He's new in town. He's going to Gideon Falls because apparently the um the priest there uh passed away. So he's going um he's being sent there by I don't even know who it would be called. Like a lead priest that he's Yeah, but by some sort of like Yeah. I guess you would just say I can't his boss. say the word right, but yeah, yeah you could say his boss. Yeah, pretty much his boss, and he's like a head over a bunch of priests, and he's, so he sends him to this new town, and um, it's like this small country town, but there's a lot of weird stuff that goes down in this book, and when I got finished with issue eight, I definitely wanted to keep reading, but I had a ton of questions. There like Nothing but questions so far for me. And I loved it so far. Like, what do you think so far of the first eight? Like, Dude, I... I was just like you, like you were saying, like, I just wanted to keep going. But I knew, like, I, if I stop at eight, we'd each have the same sort of questions rolling into the back half of this volume. So I stopped myself. But it was good, man. Uh, it kind of I think you you explained it pretty well. Like, uh, it's just this. it seems like there's this huge puzzle that's slowly being put together and like just to watch it kind of all unfold. And you're kind of getting a bigger picture as you go along. Uh it's wildly creepy though, man. And like all the characters and you don't know what's going on with like, who is the dude with the big old smile? Like, why is he in the barn? What is the barn? Where did the barn come from? Who the heck is Norton? How is he attached to this dude? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So let me, let me ask you some questions along the way. So you're kind of jumping back and forth between what's going on in Norton's world. And he look. it looks like he lives in like the big city, right? Yeah. There's like buildings everywhere, skyscrapers. It looks like he's like city living. And he is um, seeing a, a doctor. Her name is Dr. Uh, we'll just call her Angela, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it jumps back and forth between him and, and his time, his story. And then it goes to uh, Father Will and, and his story. And he's more like, it looks like he's in a more of like a country setting, like out in the country, right? Yeah. And um, as you move along, crazy stuff is going on in both worlds. Like this dude, he, he's finding he's like he's just obsessed with digging through trash to find pieces. You don't know what he's uh, looking for originally, but he has all these pieces in jars like in his little creepy apartment. And um, the doctor he's working with is like, dude, like you got to stop doing that. Like that, this is weird. Like it's not a normal, <laughs> normal habit what you're doing. And he's like, no, like I, this is what I'm called to do. Like something's telling me to do this. I don't know what it is. And 
she just not buying it. And then you get Father Will moves to this town, takes over for this priest who died. He doesn't even know how he died, right? And the first night he's he's there, he gets woken up into the middle of the night by Father Tom, the dude who supposedly died. And you're like, okay, what's going on? He follows him out, sees this barn. He disappears. There's a there's a dead body. And then that's when it just starts going crazy right there. When you first saw Father Tom and Will's like dream or whatever it ended up being, did you think Tom was real or did you think it was like some sort of apparition? At first, I thought it was some sort of like ghost or something. Yeah. However, once the story progresses, that was for sure Father Tom. Mm-hmm. Because they end up finding Father Tom dead now, like a day or so later. And they're like, because he just could have been like a ghost of Father Tom, though, like who somehow appeared to him, but maybe wasn't really him bodily or something. Because there's lots of weird stuff going on. Yeah, no, there's a lot. And that's why I have all these questions. And I love because we haven't even chatted about this because you were on your, your business trip. So like. They say they don't even remember how Father Tom died. They're like, because they couldn't find his body. They thought maybe he went in the river. So his body hasn't even been found. They just think he's dead. And then um, after um, they find his body, the coroner was like, oh, this is, he died like three hours ago or within the last Mm -hmm. three hours. So I'm assuming that was for sure Father Tom. But there's like this black barn that people see, it just like disappears. Like it'll be there. In the middle of the field, somebody will see it, and then it's gone again, right? Yeah. And so when when the when Father Will is like going to to tell a story, you know, no one buys it. They're like, dude, there's no barn out there. That's just a, a field. Like you didn't see a barn. Like your story doesn't add up. So they think he did it. Uh, they think he killed that lady. And there's a bunch of like he, he's yeah. he's trying to back his story up, and it just isn't panning out. But you know how like every time the barn appears to somebody, it's in this like it's in a red frame somehow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's and but then it disappears like a for whatever reason. That's how uh Father Tom appeared to Will. Mm-hmm. It was all red. And so that's why I was like, I wasn't sure like, did he go all the way back to the church to like really run after this guy? And do you think Tom killed Gene? The old, yeah, I don't know. I think so because as you progress through the story, you meet more characters, right? In not in um, Norton's um, um, storyline, but in Father uh, Will's storyline, you meet more characters that know about this black barn throughout because it's a small rural town, and so there's people that yeah. you know have heard it a lot. Some people think it's just uh, a, like an old wives' tale and, and not true, but then there's other people you meet that are like hell bent on finding this black barn that and don't they, they think like it a, exists yeah don't they have like a whole secret society of like true believers yeah, in the, the barn the, the plowman yep, yep the plowman that's right yeah um but anyways i want to get to the, a question that is really crazy to me because at, at one at the end of one of these issues um when norton and, and um and we're gonna kind of kind of just jump around here i guess but so Norton um, is now with Dr. Angela, who um, she's been overseeing Norton for a long time. So knows all his past, knows everything about him and doesn't believe anything. But he's been telling her that, you know, all this crazy stuff that's happened to him. And she just thinks it's in his mind, his schizophrenia or whatever. Well, she ends up seeing the black barn mm-hmm. and that's what he was afraid of. And so she comes to him and is like, dude, I seen the black barn. So now they're kind of like working together to try to figure this out. 
And at the end of one of the issues with them two, they're standing there and they're standing next to a sign that says Gideon Falls. So they live in Gideon Falls. Norton does, but it's like a huge city. Well, Father Will lives in Gideon Falls as well, but it's like a country town. So are these like two different like time periods we're dealing with? Are we dealing with like, is there time travel involved? Because in some of these, like when Father Tom, he ends up going to the barn in one scene and um, you see like this weird machine. So I don't know if there's like time travel involved or if they're like, is it like a different dimension in the same time period? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? That's a lot for me to take in. Does, at does one that make time. sense? Yeah. Does that I mean, make yeah. Sense? I'm trying to find the sign, though. And I'm, are we sure that the town that that the, she's the sheriff in that uh, Clara's the sheriff in is Gideon Falls? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty dang sure. I mean, she I, she mentions you see things that could clearly lend itself to time travel, like at least maybe not time travel, but like hopping in and out of like different re- universes or realities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm all feeling like an, oh yeah, Gideon Falls haunted barn. So yeah, that town's definitely Gideon Falls. Now I got to find the street sign you're talking about. Yeah. There's one, one, um, Was it panel like- where they're like standing outside and there's a, there's a, a sign and it says, um, yeah, it's at the end of, ch- end of issue six. End of six, huh? Right here. So they're standing outside the city, right? And then if you look mm-hmm. right there, welcome to Gideon Falls. And it has like a huge population of like 4 million people. What the deuce? So I don't know if it's like, I don't know if the black barn is actually like some type of like, does it teleport them into different dimensions in the same like time period? Like, it's, or, or are there different time periods? Like something mm-hmm. is going on. Welcome to Gideon Falls. Hmm, that's wild. I mean, you could be spot on, bro. I have no idea, but that seems super compelling looking at these two things. Because, so... I have... Go ahead. So, this is my thought on Norton, too. I don't know if you have, like... Well, you blew my mind when you mentioned this earlier. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. As you're following these two different storylines with Norton and... and um the priest the priest meets the local sheriff in this little town and her name is clara and you find out later that her dad is this guy named dr sutton he is um part of this secret group called the plowmen who believe in this black barn where clara doesn't well you find out that her little brother went missing when she was 12 and he was like maybe six or eight and they never found him never found his body never found any anything clara thinks it has to do with some of the other townspeople and he was killed or kidnapped or something. Well, the dad, Doc Sutton, he believes in this whole black barn thing and has he thinks it has something to do with that, right? Well, Norton is in in his big city. I think Norton is Clara's brother because you get Norton's backstory. And Norton is um was just found when he was young, right? And yeah, yeah. He, go ahead. Um, this is this is hurting my mind. Like, I think you're probably right, dude. 
Yeah, it's crazy. So I think something happened where Norton went through the black barn. Now he's in this other, I don't know, dimension. I didn't even or- think about the fact that he was missing just like Father Tom was missing. And then Father Tom like came through in that red thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then he must have like came back and that's how they found his body, bro. Yeah, so... I think he went through this door somehow, ended up in where where Norton's at now, because he doesn't remember any, he didn't even remember his name. They just found him on the streets, walking the streets, right? Yeah. And then so Norton, um, which I don't even know if that's his real name, got picked up, went to this Catholic orphanage, and that's how you kind of get his background and his story. So I have a feeling he's the the missing brother. Yeah, dude. Shoot. Because you know you how some, you mentioned- You did some thinking over the weekend. Dude, because this story was so rad, dude. Like I read the some of these chapters multiple times because I was just like, I didn't want to miss anything. And like this this secret group called the Plowmen that believe in this um um black barn and trying to find it, right? And and Doc Sutton when you walk into his house, he has just everything plastered on the walls, like trying to figure out all this this mystery around this black barn, right? And he has old like newspaper clippings. Well, when a uh, I won't I mean for those who haven't read it, I won't give away some of the stuff. But anyways, they they find um some old uh like some pictures and one of the pictures is Norton and they don't know who he is. And Wait, in Sutton's? Because I, I thought at the end of eight, she was saying you should go ask my dad because yeah, I think if anyone so, knows they, Norton. They didn't find it in Sutton's area. They found it in Joe Reedy's house when they went back to investigate after what happened with Joe Reedy. And yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. priest, like, he's like, I feel something's in here. And they, they're looking around. Yeah, and they yeah, they yeah. find this thing. And then they, yeah. But the dad, Sutton, might know who Norton is, right? Because right. Norton Sinclair and they had pictures of him. So how did he get pictures of Norton, like, there's just a lot of crazy stuff going on. And I hope I'm explaining this right for everybody listening and for you, but just, it's like, just like you mentioned, it's like this, you're just reading this cool puzzle being put together of like this mystery. And there's, um, you got like a, a horror element to it with, with this character you start seeing towards the end of issue seven and eight with, with, um, Norton and, um, just creepy, man. Dude, Joe Reedy is a creepy, creepy character, man. And I want to ask you this. So as you're jumping back and forth between the um, both storylines, does some of the characters to you resemble other characters in, in each storyline? Mm, none off the top of my head. Because to me, and I, I don't know, this could just be me and they could just look similar. Father Will resembles mm-hmm. the um the, the the yeah the bad doctor um in in um yeah Norton's world. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like there's some weird there's some weird stuff going on in this whole I can't wait to keep going here. I'm looking at a list of characters and I'm seeing some interesting things here. I'm not going to say anything yet. Yeah, you better not get ahead. Because I, when I finished uh, 8 the other day, I immediately wanted to keep going. Because this story is just like leaving me like, dude, I, I need to know what's going on next. Because look <laughs> dude, at what, You look at Father, and then you look at this guy, and they're kind of similar looking. I mean, I could see it. I also... Yeah. have So, you know the doctor... Is it Zoo or... 
I don't know how to say it right. Angie yeah, or Angela. Yeah. Or Angie. Yeah. So have we. Okay. Never mind. Don't jump ahead of me. I'm not. I'm not necessarily jumping ahead. I. Uh, I just wonder if I kind of want. Yeah. I wonder if there's something to what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway. Because um, there's a scene where where Father uh, Will, um, they're they're going after this character Joe Reedy, and um, he ends up going and like I don't know if he's just like running to find Clara and he like runs into the black barn, but he goes into the black barn and it's almost like he goes into like this just like weird reality where he he's like. Mm-hmm. What was going on there, man? He's yeah, some there's a lot of stuff. Like a slit he, throat, and all of a sudden it's Clara, and no, yeah, he. Wild. Well, that girl with the slit throat was Joe Reedy's wife, and and it wasn't Janet Reedy, was it? Yeah, because remember Joe Reedy killed the uh, um the other sheriff guy, and then well, we're giving away a ton of this. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> listen. There's gonna be there's gonna be some spoilers said right now. <laughs> but when yeah. he goes through the black barn, like it's almost like he's going through a bunch of different like weird realities or different dimensions. Cause you see like a flashback with him and another woman too. No, and, bro. Um, Who's the, cause this is Rebecca. That's not Janet, Janet. That's Rebecca. That girl. Yeah. No, the girl with the slit throat before that is. Yeah. Um, but this one also has like some, like her belly is shot. Like she has a shot in her stomach or something. Yeah. And then he sees Clara, but. I don't see. So a oh, lot yeah. of stuff Janet's goes right in the page before. Yeah, a lot of stuff goes down, and you see like it's almost like a time machine. Almost you see in there some weird machine, like dude, just a lot of, a lot of weird mi- mysterious stuff going down when he enters the barn. Hmm. I think all your, uh, all your ideas seem like uh, I'm digging them. I don't have many of my own, so <laughs> I like I like everything you put out just now. I I just want you to flip to the very last page of the deluxe. No, no, don't don't do it. It's just, I looked at the very last panel of this and uh and, Which one? and like the last panel of the story? The very last panel of the whole deluxe. Just look at what's going on, bro, with Sutton. What the deuce, man? This black and white page? No, no, no. The very last that's like the back matter of the whole story. Look at really quick. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me get there. Doc like, Sutton? I can't wait to see oh, what's going on, no. bro. Why did you have me do this? <laughs> now, close it really quick so you don't look around anymore. But uh, I th- something's creepy with them, dude. Shoot, man. This is why I love this story, bro, dude. I it's, just read too much. I don't even I don't even say it. This is why I love the story, though, because it's like you said, like you're slowly putting together this through like this puzzle. But it's dude, just like uh, it's got horror element. It's got like you're dude, it, it, it's rad. Yeah, man. 
I can't wait to. Like, I wasn't a fan. Oh, I was going to ask you about it. Yeah. Yeah. The the artwork is not my favorite, I'll have to say. But I do think the paneling is, dude, the paneling is really cool on some of these pages, man. They do a really good job throwing these panels together to make it, it even adds like a creepier vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Dude, the paneling is TN. Is what? (laughs) TN. The XTN. Top Top notch. notch. I was banking so hard that you were going to be like, what's TN? Yeah. Top but notch. The paneling is super cool. It definitely adds a just a cool element to the story, um, especially it being like just already like a creepy story anyways. The paneling is rad. Like some of them are like upside down and like they do a lot of um, cool stuff with like the coloring and like it's crazy too because in the beginning, you know, when you're not sure what's going on with Norton, like they have pages like this. I know, yeah. With just all these cool, like, elements to it that throw in, like, oh, wow, this is, like, schizophrenia for sure, you know? Like, it's just really, really neat. So I like how they did that for sure. Heck yeah, buddy. Well, uh, I think up front, man, it's definitely doing its job. I can't wait to try to, you know, to continue the analogy put some of these pieces to the puzzle together and see what the heck we're building here. Cause, uh, it's wild dude. And I'm loving it. Yeah. It's, it's super cool, man. I like how, like, I don't know. I like how it, it's really re- well written. I like the, the, the different characters, like even though there's so many, like it, it still is really well put together, I think. And, um, I, I think the character is really cool. I, I, I like Clara. Like I think all the characters have been really well, written yeah what do you think of the laughing man is he a pretty creepy kind of uh bad guy for you dude big time and what like because you don't see him for a while right and yeah. i think you get to him like towards the end of the this first um i think it's like maybe six or seven and um when, when he goes when norton goes back to the mental hospital is that when you start seeing him you might have seen him once or twice before then, but that's when you really get him like talking to Norton for sure. And just which the way I that- thought that so far was my the strongest issue for me was eight. Yeah, like that backstory with Norton and kind of he- seeing how uh, he and the laughing guy have this sort of history and how it, like as he's a child in that dark room, how it kind of like the paneling just goes fades to dark and comes back and he's grown up. In that padded room, still dealing mm-hmm. with Laughing Man. Um, and think about that as it, he's been dealing with that since he was been like eight years old, dude. Mm-hmm. And like no one's ever believed him. No one's ever like just thought he was crazy. Like how weird is that? It's wild, dude. Like, now I, I want to know too, like if he went through the door as a kid and he's somewhere else, like how did he get there? Did Joe Reedy like offer him as some sort of sacrifice to the laughing man or something. And how did he get out to be where he is now? I don't even know, dude. It's like, I don't even know if what I'm saying is anything. No. Yeah. There's a lot of questions like that, that I, you know, you think about when you read this and it's just, it's just really cool how, how I think it's really well written and how it makes you just makes your mind just go to all kinds of crazy places to, to try to put this story together. If I could do like one sort of like guess, like you've done a lot. I think, you know, they're really good, but I have one guess and it's probably going to not go anywhere. Let me hear it. I think, and it's really vague. I think there's more to Father Will 
than we realized. No, before. for like, sure. Because you kind of get a little backstory too when you go on on a Will side of the story that he's he's moved around a ton as a priest, and not because like he is a good priest, but because I think he's done some stuff that you know. Yeah. He, he's been forced to move around. Yeah. And um, so his background is a little weird. And then also the dude who sent him, like, I guess you would say his Something's boss. Something's going on there. Something is going on with him too. So every character has this like yeah, weirdness too that you, you're trying to figure out as you're reading the story. Like, are they, are, are they good? Are they bad? Are they, you know, it's, it's really, really creepy, man. I could see this being a really weird movie. Like if they adapted it into a movie or like a show. It just kind of is like, I don't know, weird vibes to me. Kind of like The Shining or something, you know? Like just. Yeah. Did you ever get to, to see the show Twin Peaks? Which one was that? Super one? old. Like we were kids, I think, probably. Um, but it's by, uh, I think the, it was by David Lynch. But, what was it about? Um, like a haunted hotel where there was literally like a almost like a haunted barn sort of thing. It uh, sounds really familiar. It's been a really long time since I watched it, but it's one of Lemire's like favorite things. And so of course mm. I had to watch it, but I think you get a lot of twin peaks here and a lot of that weird sort of like dudes coming from someplace and you don't know what's going on and you can see it for sure. Well, anyways, I'm stoked to keep reading through this. Um, and, and just to kind of see how it ends isn't there more to this story too? Yeah, there's a whole volume two coming out uh, pretty soon. Yeah, so we'll super have to dive into that. Man. Yeah, like uh, I've been loving this one though. I, um, and sometimes to me, Jeff Lemire, you know, is is he can be for me, he can be hit or miss. You know, like careful now, careful. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, dude, I I love it. I so far it's been fantastic for me, and um, definitely gives gives you the creepy vibes. And, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to keep going in it. Heck yeah, man. <clears throat> Loved it. I can't wait to uh, check it out. Tune in next week as we dive into 9 through 16 to finish off volume one. Guidian Falls. Guidian. Dude, and some of these drawings, too, in here that are, like, from when Norton was young, like. Super creep. Gosh, man. Anyways. <laughs> I love panels like this too, where it's just like a bunch of panels, but it just makes one image. Yeah. But I agree with you about the art, but the paneling is fantastic. Like you said, well, I can't wait to see which one of your uh, ideas come true, bro. I already know one of them. Dude. (laughs) Don't even spoil it for me. I'm gonna, as soon as we hang up this episode, I'm spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyways um dude i'm glad i got into this one because um it's it's been great so uh, for those of you who've read it um jump over dude, to our discord let us know yeah it's perfect for october i think we chose the, oh, yeah, the right one it's such a oh, mind yeah. trip like i yeah, feel like it's gonna yeah. freak you out freak you out you know uh super cool anyways my man um i hope this week you have a little bit more of a mellow week and um what do you got uh coming out this week that you're looking forward to most dude for me i'm most excited about public domain five yeah. uh 10, black feathers number two 
uh, Above Snakes, number four comes out, and I loved three. I thought that was just hysterical, dude. I can't wait to see what's going on in four. Uh, For you and Ross, True Cult three comes out. I think I'm kind of. I love issue number two, man. I thought it was (laughs) hilarious, and um, so I'm stoked for three. And we've got, uh, I think, the end of Deadly Class, dude, at 56 is coming out. Um, the end Batman. End? Yeah, I think it's the end, end huh. of Deadly Class. So, uh, Batman the Night number 10, which ends Batman the Night. Mm, I know you've. That's the one I'm looking forward to most this week for yeah. sure. Um, and then Batman One Bad Day Penguin, dude. What do you think about Ooh. that? Are you a penguin guy? You know what? <laughs> Listen, every time I think of Penguin, I think of old Danny DeVito. I know, dude. You and can't I not. can't get that out of here. That was the worst Penguin. But I did like um, Colin Farrell's Penguin in the, in the newest run. He did incredible. So it's kind of got the old Danny DeVito out of my mind. But dude, I, <laughs> I'm still gonna pay, I'm still gonna get it because um, I, I really enjoyed the first one. The Riddler was really cool. The Two Face, uh, One Bad Day, Two Face. It was okay. I, I, you know, it it was just okay for me. What it wasn't as good as the Riddler, so I'll probably yeah. pick these up just because I think they're really cool. The art's been great, and um, so. And then one that I read the volume, the first volume was Eve, and it was kind of this post-apocalyptic story with this girl who had to like go back, uh, to, you know, the post-apocalyptic Earth and try to save it. And it looks like a new version or a new volume of that's coming out called Eve Children of the Moon. Oh, uh, nice. That could so be that cool. That should be cool. Didn't she have like a little sidekick, like bear robot with her or something? Yep. Yep. And that was super cool. So I'm excited to check that one out. And then in terms of trades and collected, I didn't really spot too much, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles compendium of all the original is being collected and the first volume of that should be coming out next week, but you know, could always be pushed back to nice dude. I did see too the, um, another one of those, uh, the something is killing the children, like slaughter pack is supposed <clears throat> to come out. Those are pretty rad. So you can pick up like, I think this is like the fourth slaughter pack, I think, but has a bunch of cool different, like, um, variant covers. And, um, so cool way to collect them. If you, if you're wanting to yeah. get singles. Uh, definitely something is killing the children has some of the coolest covers around town in terms of variants. Dude. I, I agree for sure. All right on buddy. I'd say, what do we have going on next week? But I think uh, anybody who's tuned in for any amount of time knows what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to switch it up. No, uh, no hanging in the lair next week. We're going to do, um, Second part of uh, the old Gideon Falls. So super stoked. Looking forward to getting into it. I'll probably honestly get off this uh, episode with you and, and dive into it because i um, super intrigued to see what, what goes down. Yeah, now you got me all intrigued because I just kind of want to be like, is Ray right? I just want to read it now. Like, I love it, but I'm also like, I want to find out if Ray's right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, gosh, man, what a just, uh, I don't know, man. I can't explain it. It's just had my mind going the whole time. Right on, dude. Uh, cool, brother. Was well, there anything else, or how can people follow us? You want to do that whole bit? Yeah, let's do that whole bit. All right. You want me to do it? I've never done it before. I'm scared. <laughs> no, definitely subscribe to our show and um, refer it to a friend. We love to uh, meet new people. 
um, head over to our uh, Instagram page. Uh, you can see everything we're, we're reading and uh, what we're getting into. Um, jump over to our link tree. You can go to our uh, website and you can go over to our Discord where you can get more plugged in and um, meet a lot of cool people over there. Ask questions. Uh, let us know what you're reading. We'd love to hear that. And um, yeah, we'd love to meet you. Yeah, buddy. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.